0: Welcome into the golf club, Brandy Merkin, with you, and it's my pleasure to be joined by great PGA professional Chris DeMarco. Chris, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, and you're in Biloxi right now for a PGA Tour Champions event this weekend. And uh, just take me through right now where your game is, Chris.
1: You know, uh, we've only played three tournaments this year, so you know you're looking into April right now, and we've only played three. So uh, you know we need to get. Into the groove of things more, and living in Denver, not really the golf um, area to play right now with the weather, obviously snow and, and cold. You know, but I feel good about my game. I just need to I need to get more reps in and, and get into the groove of, of playing week in and week out.
0: You know, Chris, you competed for such a long time on the PGA Tour, uh, and now, as you said, you know you don't play as much. There's not a tour stop every week at the PGA uh, Tour Champions. But what is, uh, what's the difference? Like, is the, the competition, uh, is it still fierce like it was when you were uh, playing so long in the PGA Tour?
1: Yeah, I mean, these guys are good out here, and it just seems like, you know, I, I know that I say they're getting younger and younger. Uh, there just seems to be new guys coming out almost every other week. You, you know, you got Stuart Appleby, Allenby, Mike Weir, KJ Choi, Ernie Els, or TF Goose, Goosen, you know, guys that are just coming out and coming out. Um, and and just playing good golf weekend and week out, and then you still got the old stodger himself. Bernhard Langer just seems to play good every single week at sixty four years old. So it's it's crazy. There's a lot of competition out here, and a lot of these guys take it extremely seriously. We all take it seriously, and you know you, you look on the range on a you know Thursday, Wednesday afternoon, and, and even a Friday afternoon, and uh, you know it's full, and guys are working on their games, and and they're they're getting it. I mean it's. It's, there's a lot of competition, and it, it's it's fun. I mean, that's the best part about it. Obviously, that's a great part about golf at this age is you can still c- compete, and it is fun fun to do. But uh, it is very very competitive, highly competitive out here.
0: You know, uh, Chris, you bring up Bernard Longer, and I, and I find it fascinating, like how good he still is at his age. And I I almost think it's it's unfair that we're not talking about it more. And I I'm a golf, I love golf, so I think you know I think it's amazing. Like I thought back. When uh, Tom Watson almost won the Open Championship, it would have been one of the greatest achievements in sports history. Um, but I, I think what Bernard Langer is doing is, is simply incredible. I mean, you just don't do what he's doing at his age.
1: You know, he, he's a machine. He really is. And, you know, you look at him and he still looks like he's, you know, 35 years old. He's in great shape. He works out. You know, he keeps his body in line and you know, and he works at it. I mean, he is, you know, I, I was out to the course yesterday and it was, you know, we had a storm coming through and it was blowing forty. And it's funny, I was playing. I played nine holes with Tommy Tolz, and, and he goes, "We can't leave until Bernard leaves." And, and then Bernard left, and we're like, "Okay, we can finally <laughs> go home." Because he's one of the last guys there, and it, it's true. I mean, it's just the way he is, and he's a he's a extremely um, efficient, hard worker, and and he does it well, and he knows what he needs to do, and he he loves being competitive, and I think that's the biggest part of it. He, you know, he's he's there almost every week.
0: Well, you know, Chris, the big news in golf right now is uh, is that uh, Tiger played a practice round yesterday at Augusta. And, you know, there's an outside chance after what he went through 13 months ago that he could play. He's considering playing at Augusta. And, you know, I, I go back to 2005, which I believe before he won in 2019 was his last win. And that was the playoff with you. And just an amazing, an amazing finish for you guys. And, uh, I, I'm curious. How often do you do you go back and think about uh, about that Sunday?
1: You know, I don't really think about it much until it's on Golf Channel, and then my <laughs> phone blows up and people start texting me, going, "You're on again." I'm like, "Oh gosh, were, okay, it's, it's Chris, the were, were you were you, were you in the same group with
0: him?" Um, f- I was. Okay, yeah, so so what what were you thinking on 16 when he hits when he hit uh, hits that amazing chip?
1: Well obviously when he hit the second when he hit the, the eight iron left of the green over there I, I felt like i had the huge advantage uh you know i was only one back at the time and i was figuring that you know I, I looked at all my scenarios and i felt like you know at least the worst case scenario was i would still be one down best case scenario i could actually have a one shot lead going into 17 and maybe even two depending you know i might make birdie he might make double who knows what happens and you know in the back of my mind i went you know you, Prepare yourself for him chipping in. I saw Davis Love do it maybe about six or seven years before that, kind of the same same pin, hit it past the hole and rolled it back in and made birdie. So I knew that it was the potential was there. Um, Expectations probably weren't so much that he was going to do that, but I certainly have prepared myself, and you know, lo and behold, he 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 chipped it in, and um, you know, at least I was working with um, Dr. Gio Valiente, and you know, we had. Our our motto had going for that last but the last year was you know expect the unexpected, and you know at least in my mind, I had prepared myself for potentially that happening and so when he did it i was I was at least ready for it, and you know obviously I kind of kept my composure and, and he had a good putt lipped out, but you know, and was able to to part the last two holes and he bogeyed him to to get to the playoff but yeah i mean it was it was crazy I mean to be there and watch it go in, I had the best case scenario i mean I was walking right up into the green from the bunker. So, I mean, I saw the ball coming straight down. I watched the track, and I I mean, it was going right in. And obviously, it it toppled over the edge. You
0: know, Chris, to be in the final group at Augusta on Sunday is enough pressure as it is, right? But then to go up against Tiger, you know, with all the fans and all the hoopla and everything he has, like, can, can you take me through your mindset on that day, like, because you you performed so well and you came so close to winning the green jacket, like what, what what were you thinking during that round?
1: You know when when you go back and you think to yourself, you, you know it is obviously a very nervous situation to be in that last group when it's all matters. And then you know you go back and, and look how hard you worked to get in that position, and obviously playing at your highest level and knowing that you're you're believing in yourself, it, it's it actually wasn't terrible because I I knew that I was playing the best golf that I could play. And I was, you know, I had a lot of confidence in my game and, you know, it really just was, you know, obviously what we all play the game for is is to put yourself in situations, in the biggest situations and and then to be able to perform in them. And, um, you know, I had done that. I had, you know, I lost in a playoff the year before at the PGA to, to VJ and Justin Leonard and I were both in that playoff. And so, you know, I, I had put myself in the situation plenty of times to where I knew I could handle it, and I had so much confidence in my game that it's weird. It was one of the you'd think that that would be the most nervous time, but you know, the more you play, you you, you actually kind of um, you, you, really the nerves weren't there. I mean, I was anxious, obviously, but I I really wasn't nervous because I had I had so much confidence in my game.
0: Well, that's an amazing perspective. I, I'm kind of curious, you know, from from the outside looking in, just what is Augusta like? I mean, it just especially like on a Sunday when you're in competition. Like you know, everyone just talks about how amazing that course is and everything about it. And just it's it's almost like a different place than anywhere else you'll play golf. What 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 is that like?
1: Well, it is special. I mean, it's one you know. Obviously, we play four majors a year, and you know, it's the one major that is constant. It's the one major that's at the same venue every year. So you know, you, you go back through history and, you know, you can see all the the great shots. I mean, you can see, you know, Nick Faldo coming from six shots behind Greg Norman. You see Jack Nicholas making the putt on 16 and 17 um, to win, you know, plenty of tournaments. And there's so much history. And it just oozes out of the, out of the you know, out of the, the greens there. And, you know, you feel it when you walk in that place. It's a special place. And it, it really is. And it's, I mean, obviously that's the one thing i wish i mean obviously i wish i would have won the tournament but just to just to be part of that that history and be part of that and have a green jacket in the champions locker room and be able to go back every year and 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 watch and be part of it that's the one thing i miss and um you know it it, because it is such a special place and and they take care of you so well there and you know it is it, it is truly one of the greatest places if you've never been to go because it's it's you walk on there and you can you feel the hair in the back of your neck stand up just walking on the, on the premises. Wow,
0: that's amazing! Uh, before I let you go, Chris, um, your greatest victory, like the one that you still think about, and the one you are. And we just talked about Augusta, and obviously that was an emotional lo- loss for you. But I know there was also an Open Championship the next year that you finished second to Tiger. What, what first, your your greatest victory?
1: You know, I I I would have to say my first. I would think you know, it, it, back in Pennsylvania in two thousand, um, the SEI Pennsylvania Classic. Just just because it was my first, and you know, when, when you win on the PGA Tour, it, it just kind of validates what you've done. And so you know, get that first win under my belt and, and know that I could do it. Obviously, preempted more to come, and which was good. And you know, it it, it just validates what what you're doing. And you know. When you feel like you can beat the uh, 144 other guys, you know, at the highest level, it, you know, obviously, it gives you a lot of confidence. And you know, obviously, my biggest defeat obviously was probably Augusta, but it was probably the—I I don't think I got more recognition for anything other than finishing second at Augusta <laughs> just because I played so well. Right. I mean, Tiger and I beat the field by seven shots, and that's amazing. Um, you know, it was—it was. You know, if you don't want to battle the best player in the world on the greatest venue in the world with everybody watching and, and perform well, then, you know, why are you even doing it? So, you know, just to put up a fight like that was, was one of the, was one of the greatest things I ever did. And obviously I take a lot, I took a lot out of it.
0: I got to ask you before I let you go, Chris, when he hits that shot on 16, did you say something to him? Like nice shot tiger or. or...
1: I did. I mean, it was so loud. Uh It was, it was just decibels were, were up as high as I could ever imagine. And I did. I mean, I, I, I screamed, you know, great shot tiger. And he, he kind of, you know, just gave me a good, you know, like thumbs up or, you know, thanks, whatever it was. But yeah, I mean, and then I, you know, I had to get back into focus and I had to try to, you know, determine at that point, the worst I was going to be was two down. And, you know, maybe only one down. If I make the putt, it kind of just maybe kills the momentum and I hit a good putt that left out. But, um, you know, I, I, knew that there was a lot of work left to do.
0: Hey, Chris, I really enjoyed this. Um, really appreciate you going down memory lane with me and, uh, Best of luck this weekend, and hopefully we can talk again soon.
1: Sounds good. Thanks for having me.